Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Quaret Masterclass uh, today. Uh, we are super happy that we will be talking about how to attract talent, engage them, and convert them like to get uh, the best applicants and the best talent with the inbound recruiting methodology. Uh, as you know, I want to introduce a little bit Alex and, and Mickey. Alex is uh, working for continent, he said, and, and also like he's working with uh, the culture and the strategy of GB Foods. And on the other side, Mickey is director culture and, and people experience in the African Leadership Group. And myself, I help companies to attract better talent by uh, applying the inbound recruiting methodology, helping them like to build their employer brand and their recruitment strategies. And today, we want you to participate as much as, as, as you can. So please, if you are in YouTube, uh, you can comment on the chat. You can ask right away uh, during the masterclass. And, and afterwards, we will give some space uh, to talk about whatever your challenges about recruiting or attracting talent or whatever you want to share with us. Uh, we love to read your comments and also like talk about them. And, and on the other side, uh, also, if you're in, in, in LinkedIn, please do comment as well. And yeah, maybe we can start and start right away with the Quaret Masterclass. But before we want to introduce a little bit what is Quaret. So I'll let Alex explain a little bit more what is uh, Quaret. So thank you very much, Tony. Welcome, welcome everyone. And even before I explain this, so as you know, the sessions we usually, what we make is Tony will deliver a fantastic 20, 30 minutes masterclass. And then we're going to have a little bit of, of debate on what Tony just explained. And we're expecting many, many, many questions from, from all of you so that Tony and, and the rest of us can, can, can answer them. So what is Quaret? Quaret is essentially, we like to call ourselves a movement, a community of people that do believe in a better way, uh, basically, to manage, to manage people. Right? We do believe that um, companies can do much better in, in the area of, of managing people and that essentially you can create a better business um, and, and a more human business at the same time. We're looking for solutions that deliver more value for the business and at the same time deliver more value for the people. You know, you can create more human, more happy workplace at the same time than more productive and more effective. To do so, we have what is showing here in the slide, the framework that is um, essentially divided in three stages, the discovery part, the hiring part, and the management part. I'm not going to spend a lot of time, but I'm just going to say that and in our previous master classes that you can find both in YouTube and in Spotify, we already covered very, very relevant topics such as purpose and also the part of match that you see here, right? How to attract or how to build partners within your organization. So I'm not going to extend myself a lot longer than that. And I'm going to give the space to, to Tony so that today we can focus on the attract part, okay? And on how to better attract people, especially in today's, you know, digital age. So Tony, please feel free. Fantastic. Thank you, Alex. And see you in, in a bit. So let's just start at the end. Uh, the, what, one of the things we want to change or, or one, one statistic we want to change is this one. This is like this, just one out of four people is happy at their job. And what, what we see is that one of the, one of the moments that uh, number starts is when we are looking for a job or when we're hiring. Because a lot of people right now, the way they or the information they have before they join a company is, is really is, is just a few, a few information. And we want more information so people can decide and can have like more meaningful jobs and can have jobs that they like and they are happy with it. So that's why we want to change the way we attract talent and the way we, we recruit. And what we see is like the world has changed completely. And we see like this change, not because just of COVID, 
is we see like a change in a lot of trends. We see people working freelance. We see people working remote. We see people that they are looking for different stuff or or through the COVID even they realize that they don't like their job or they they don't feel that fulfilled and there's there are options uh, to to change. And as as a recruiters or as a managers, like if we look for recruiter of the team, because this is uh, th that can applies for for everyone. We need to adapt to this because people they are not looking anymore for a job or just uh, uh, or for just a salary. They are looking for something else in a job, uh, like something that like, that they can let us learn, let, let us improve as professionals, uh, enjoy the time, enjoy our colleagues, and also like feel uh, feel meaning, feel that we are. Uh, feeling as well our purpose and what we see is people they are not looking anymore when they look for a job uh, just like the position okay what are my tasks what is the salary obviously they are going to look at about, about that like in, in the previous discussion uh, I asked in LinkedIn what is the the things that uh, you look for in a job and some people was was they were saying like salary, but obviously salary is necessary. The same when you go to buy something, you look at the price tag, but then the salary just itself doesn't give you that that meaning or, or that joy when you are at work. So what we see is like people more and more things that the work is something that defines them. So we have, we have to see how we adapt our recruiting strategy in order to um, show to the candidates what they're looking for. So um. One of the things that we promised in the title was like how to get uh, more engaged employees. So before we start with the recruiting, we need to understand what makes people engage uh, in, in a company and in a job. Okay, so we created like this uh, Maslow pyramid, but it's about engagement in the work. And there are like different levels. Uh, there are three main levels. Like today we're seeing, well, now we're seeing the first one that is the what level. And the what level we have like three elements. The first element is salary. That's what we are talking about. So the first thing that's gonna get me engaged working in a company is the need to earn money. Or like imagine when you were like maybe 16 uh, or 17, you were working in summers just for money. You didn't care much about the security. You didn't care much about recognition. You didn't care much about the culture of the company you were working. You're just working for for get some money and do your your thing. Or if you are in survival mode, like you need some some uh, food to eat and you need money to buy it you're going to be engaged because you need that money okay but that's the, the the first the first level the second level is the security you like to have the security that you're going to have uh this salary you know like uh, our grandparents or even our parents like no stay all your life in this company in this multinational company that they will give you a lot of security now we want like this undefined contracts that is security that i'm going to have a job so People, some people, they are not entrepreneurs because they want this security. So some people will stick with you, will be uh, engaged with you because they have this, this security. And the third level within the what level is the recognition. But recognition in terms of uh, how much you pay me, if I have like a, a bigger desk, if I have an office, if you give me a company car, if you give me uh, some recognition in, in, in terms of bonus. So these are the kind of stuff that you were saying that, oh, look how successful is my son. Or look like he has like an, an office or he has like different stuff. But what happened and why is this? Uh, and this is the, the normal things that we see. And when we read the, the most of the job offers, we only talk about this. We only talk about salary. We only talk about uh, what you will get. And we talk about the security, the type of contract you're going to have. No, this is the, the, the kind of stuff. But what happened in this level? 
that if one company comes and they offer me more, I'm going to leave because the only reasons that I'm staying in your company is because of this. If some company comes and, work and offers me more salary, I'm just going to leave. No, we see this. And for instance, in IT, in the IT sector, we say, oh, they are mercenaries. They're not mercenaries. They're just like engaged because you pay them and you kind of offer them, a, you offer them a job, but they're not afraid about recognition. They're not about afraid about security. So the question is what we can do to, if a company comes and offers them a little bit more salary in order to keep them, but not keep them, like have them engaged to, in order that they will say no, not because you offer them more, if not, they are happy. How we can I get this? So with the second level, the how level, that is with the culture of the company. Here, companies are a bit difficult, are a bit different because one culture of the company will be different than another one, no? So what we want or, or what people care and what makes people engage with your company is the how. How is it working your company? The day-to-day, -day, how you uh, make evolve people, how you train them, how you coach them, how, is, how are the bosses that work in your company? So. That would be super difficult, super different between companies. And I've seen in my, my past experience, people who are joining our company, lowering their salary, lowering their positions, just because they wanted to be part of that culture in the company. No, like we, we, we know famous uh, company cultures uh, from different companies that they are super attractive to us. Why? Because they have like an interesting culture, not because of the salary, not because of the security, not because of the recognition. And people, if you come with just money, probably you're going to say, mm, I don't know if I want to put in risk and move into another company if I know that maybe my colleagues won't be as cool as they are here or they I won't be as happy as I'm here. So that is the... The, the middle level, the culture, so that this is important stuff. And a lot of people right now wants to know, I will show you some data later, wants to know about this. But what is the higher level? So the higher level, and we talked this, about this in the, in the past masterclass, is the why level, the purpose. Why I'm working here, why for? So that is like why why I'm spending my time here, yeah, with these cool, really, these cool people, but what we are really doing? What is why I'm spending so much time here? Do I feel connected to that purpose, to the company purpose? Yes or no? Do I believe in what I do? So we see a lot of crisis here. Like a lot of people was like, I don't believe anymore in what I'm doing. So it's like, what, do I believe in what, what do I do? So it's really important that people believe and people understand why you do what you do. And people believe the same you believe when they work for you in order to stay engaged. Because if they're passionate, they believe in what, they be what you believe, if someone approached them with uh, more money, they would say like, no, because I'm happy here. And I've seen this in my own in my own skin, that seeing people that were so engaged with the company that no matter, they didn't care about the salary. They care about the project. They care about what we are trying to achieve. And people weren't even looking for jobs because they believe in what the, in what the company believe and they believe what, what they were doing. So what helped us having people engage at this level? And I will I will provide you like a really a really uh, easy example I didn't understand. So what will uh, help you is like to lower your absenteeism, to lower the voluntary leave. So people who leave uh, without letting you the opportunity to make them stay, but also, but also they make you improve the customer satisfaction and your productivity. And I'll give you a really a really easy example. 
imagine that you go to a one-star, two-star Michelin restaurant, and all your friends tell you, oh, the, the food is amazing, they have an amazing chef, the restaurant is fantastic, super beautiful. You arrive there, and the, and the, and the bartender or the waiter comes to you, uh, they see you, like, oh, what do you recommend? Well, that really depends on what you like. Everything is good. Okay. Oh, what wine do you recommend? Whatever. Everything is good. And they just serve you the food. And, and the bartender is so-so. The waiter is so-so. You leave. You are happy. The restaurant was fantastic. Everything was fantastic. But you have this feeling of, well, it wasn't that good, no? But when you go to the same restaurant and the person welcome, how are you? Well, we're super happy to have you here. Like I choose this, this table for you. Oh, what do what can I eat? Oh, if you like spicy, try this one. Or me, people love this. Like the, the energy of that, of that person, the bartender, is totally different. If he believes or she believes in what he's doing and the, the purpose of in, in this case the, of the restaurant, you will see that energy and you will leave and you will leave like, whoa, it was really amazing. And, and the only thing that changed was the person and the person believing their, their job and believing their mission and believing what the, what the company was trying to achieve there. So I wanted to put like this, this example because sometimes it's like, oh, no, purpose, you know, like it's super high. No, no, it's not that high. Like if you, you, you see it in everyday actions. If you go to the supermarket and you go to buy fish and the person is engaged with, you feel it. So that is why it's important to have people engage in the, these three levels. So, and also some, some data that's saying like 66% of the people want to know about the culture and the values of the company. 67, 67 of the people uh, want to expect the company to have an inspiring purpose. Or 80% of the people, uh, they hope that uh, the job they will have, like they will make them feel fulfilled. So we have these, these variables here. So we know people want to know this information. So we have to see how we can provide this. So that's why uh, our challenge right now what we want is to attract people and convince people who fit with us. So we want to attract people that matches who we are, you know, like the same way we're, we're dating. We want to find uh, people that are, that are like us and they will like us. And, and also we want them to wish to be part of our company. We want them to really die to join our company. With the same when you go on holidays, before you, you arrive to the hotel, if you check the hotel online, you are you are dying to arrive and now I'm gonna leave this, I'm gonna... So we want people to come to our job interviews wishing and dying for working with us, okay? We cannot come and, well, I check your website. Well, the information about your history was cool. No, we want people to feel like passionate, okay? So how do we achieve this? The first step is building our employer branding. Okay, building our brand. What is employer branding? Is the promise that I give to you uh, about how it's gonna be working in our companies. So the, the experience you're gonna live when you work in our company. That's our employer brand. So it's that promise. So and once I have the, this this promise built, what the email recruiting does is to communicate it. So there are two different strategies. Employer branding is building the brand. And inbound recruiting is communicating that brand so people find you, so people get motivated to work with you. So today we are not going to go super deep about how to build uh, employer brand. We're going to go more like into the inbound recruiting um, methodology. But how, what are the, the pillars to build our employer brand? First, it's our company purpose. So that's that's the pyramid, the top. We need the top. Like what is our uh, our company purpose? 
Second, we need to know really well who are our candidate personas. Who are we trying to hire? Not in, in terms of what experience the people need or what knowledge. It's not what people value and what people want. If we want to hire IT people or you want to hire salespeople, they will look for in a company different stuff for different stuff. So we need to know what they value, the, ki the kind of people that we want to attract in order to Third, communicate our employee value proposition, which is like all the benefits that people uh, see by working with us. Like this is the answer, why I should I work with you? That's our employee value proposition. All the all the different reasons why I should work with you, knowing the candidate persona, and also explaining the, the, our purpose, our company purpose. So when we have this, bill, uh, we have like this employer brand clear, we have the candidate persona, we have the company purpose, and we have the employee value proposition, we can start to communicate with the inbound recruiting methodology, which is a new way to attract and hire talent. Why I created or we created this uh, methodology? Because recruiting is not working. What all the recruiters do, as you see in this image, they, they, what they do is they post and pray. They go to, to job boards and they, they post the same job offer that we've po been posting for, for years. And now everything changed, but we still we were posting the same job offer. Or we go to job boards, we check the different job offers and we do like a Frankenstein of a job offer and we post it. And please, we pray to get the best candidates. Please send me good candidates, but not too many because I have to spend like so much time screening. So this kind of recruiting is like buying a lottery. You know, it's the same for candidates. When they apply, it's like when you have like 300 candidates applying to be the one selected, it's a lottery. But the same, like to just post a job offer that the only thing that explains is what you're going to be doing. And second, what are the requirements to have applicants that match our purpose, match our culture, that they are engaged, they are motivated. It's impossible. It's impossible. So it's like, as you say, Marianne is praying for a miracle. So that's the, the first thing that most recruiters do, post and pray. So this is not the best strategy to get the best talent. Uh, we will see what we can do to improve this. And the second, the second strategy they do is like, they call contact candidates. Everybody goes on LinkedIn nowadays, and I, I start reaching candidates. Please uh, let me let, let, let me show you an opportunity. Let me I have this very interesting. I really want to talk to you. And all of us, or like most of recruiters, what they do, they go with the PDF or they go with the link uh, to that job offer. That the only thing that explains is the the position and and uh, the position the, the functions and the requirements and nothing else they don't explain anything about the culture not anything about the purpose anything about the employee value proposition the only thing explains is what you're going to be doing and and what are the requirements which when i read this pdf and i receive and you're trying to seduce me and you're trying to get me on an interview it's like i don't see any reason why i should come to an interview to you and and with all of us, we do this. And candidates are super tired of receiving emails like with templates. The only thing we do, copy, paste, change the name, copy, paste, change the name, uh, uh, link, send, send, send. That, that doesn't work anymore uh, because people is tired of this and we need to do different stuff because you don't buy like this. Like people is tired of call emails from sales. So uh, candidates are tired of, of, of call emails from recruiters. So that's why we created this uh, email recruiting methodology. And what we want is to fully center uh, our recruiting strategy into the candidate. Okay, and we created four stages. Today we're gonna see like uh, a little bit each of the each of these phases. 
So what we want is like to provide the best experience to the candidate. So to give everything the candidate wants. There is the talent there. The talent is there. The talent we want to attract, and we need to attract them. How? With our employer brand, with our career page, with social media. Then once we attract them, once they come to visit us, we want them. We want to convert them. How we convert with inbound job offers, doing social recruiting strategies, or recruitment marketing. And then when they convert into candidates, we want to automate our recruitment process in order to provide the best experience for the candidates. Because remember, they are our customers. So, and this is a fully centered, this is a, a, a center, uh, fully centered methodology to the candidates. So we need to provide them the best experience. And then once they become employees, we want them to turn into ambassadors. We want them to help us attract more talent. And that becomes like a virtuous uh, cycle. So let's, let's go ahead and see the different things we can do in order to attract the best talent. And before we get into this, I wanted if you can comment on LinkedIn and YouTube, why do you work in your company? And also, like, uh, yeah, but I, Alex and Mickey, it, feel free to, to comment because I would love to, to know. Why, why do you work in your company? What are the main reasons you work in your company or you are happy working in your company? Can you, like, share it in the, in the chat? So, so I know that you are here. And also, like, uh, it would be cool, like, to know um, why, you, why you are working in your company. Alex saying uh, the learning part of it. This is just to do like a, a small experiment uh, to work on big goals with talented people. What else? Veronica saying I work for my for my company because it was great culture, flexible timing, or like balance. Fantastic, Veronica. I'm just gonna give you one more minute and then we will go. Uh, but I wanted to know some of your, the reasons you work in your company, you're happy working in your company. Um, Marianne say like centric people company. I love like to know more about it. Juiz uh, was saying talented people and fun environment, a never ending purpose that will grow its founders. Fantastic, he's talking about, Luis is talking about purpose, well, he's talking about the people, the environment. Andrea is the people and the learning opportunities. Fantastic, Andrea. So I was asking this uh, because to know like a little bit, this is like the super uh, top, like your employee value proposition of your company, you know, why people work in your company, why should I join? So my, my no, you know all your reasons. So the next, question I have for you is like a candidate that comes to evaluate, to evaluate your company, does he see or she see all these reasons? How is it working in your company? What's your purpose? All that information, like uh, now we have like Mireya, hello Mireya, exciting projects and social values. Do I see like the, this purpose, I'll be saying the purpose of the company, uh, it, it get me to bring uh, onboard new initiative which are accepted and implemented. Uh, I can make the difference, Daniel was saying, I can make the difference in the new uh, process during the company. Uh, Mark was saying the perks. So do I see all this information? Because these are the reasons you work in your company. So when I go check your career site, which is like the main thing, do I see all these reasons? Do I see this well explained, this culture, this environment, these learning opportunities, this living the purpose? Do I see all of this well explained? 
do I can can I see it with videos? Can I see it with images? Where can I see all of this? Because that are the reasons you are working in your company, you're happy working in your company. So the first thing we need to do is to create a compelling career page. Because that's the that's the website, is is where you sell your product. Your product is working in your company. So the same it will be insane for for anyone who wants to sell anything online not to have a website. If your career page is not showing all the information, all the reasons why people choose to work with you and then they're happy working for you, it's nonsense because people will come to check your values, your day-to-day, -day, your purpose there. So what you should be checking your career site if you don't have it already? Who are you? Why do you exist? Okay, introduce yourself, explain your purpose. What makes you special? All your companies are special. You can explain me right now. If I was, if I will sit with you, you could explain me why your company is special. Do I see all that reasons in your careers in your career side? Why anybody should work with you? All your employee value proposition. Give me all the reasons, the learning, the perks, the environment, and explain them. Explain them with details. If you can show me videos, if you can show me photos, you can show me everything that will help me understand. Uh, please put it there. How is it working there? How is the day-to-day? -day? How, how now that you're working maybe remote, how are you organizing yourself? How do you uh, make decisions? Explain it, everything. The same way when you go buy a product, you see all the information. Before I was selling software, we were explaining everything about the software, all the benefits, how will be the software, the different features. So here's the same. When you sell a product, you're selling a product right now that is working in your company. Before I make the decision, if you want people to come engage and motivated and wishing to be part of your company, this should explain everything. And then explain me all the benefits, all the perks and testimonials, testimonial, real testimonials of, of your people, of your employees that they're engaged. Give them voice, make them record themselves explaining or record some video as, as your team and say, hey, can you record one minute video like an Instagram story explaining why you were here? or explaining why you will recommend someone in IT to join us, why you put it there. Or even like a fact page, like the frequently asked questions. What is the things that people ask you most frequently? Answer them in the, your career side, okay? That is the first step. And a lot of companies are missing this point. And this is the most important point because this is, is the center of your recruitment. When you post job offers, send them to your career side to get convinced. When you do emails, send them to your career side to convince them, okay? Second, social media. Like everybody is using social media. Everybody. Like there is there is no one right now. You you find out probably about us in social media. So the same, the same. When we want when we're single and we want to get to know new people, what what do we do? We go to social media. And what we want is people to become fan of our company. What we want is people who get to know our company even before they join us. So. What we can post in social media, our day-to-day, -day, like you have, a, even if it's remote, people you're doing uh, meetings, you're doing initiative, maybe you're doing online, um, after work, whatever you're doing, share it online, share this moment, share your value proposition in photos and in, with testimonials, showing different elements of your culture in your social media or inter even interesting content or answering your candidate questions. There's a lot of content you can be sharing but imagine that you have to, if you are single, what are you gonna post on Instagram? You gotta post sexy pictures, no? So here's kind of the same. You have to post sexy pictures about your company. 
So people, first, your employees live it and they say, wow, and they feel proud and they feel engaged with your company. And on the other side, that will help you attract talent. And people know how to use social media. And your employees, if you feature them in social media, believe me, they will be happy. Believe me, they will be sharing it with other people. And if you want examples, there's a lot of companies. But for instance, HubSpot, if you check HubSpot Live, they're doing an amazing job as well. Third, the inbound job offers. This is one of the most important parts, Okay, We need to change the way we create job offers. Seriously. It's, there, it's a way to sell super outdated. Like imagine that you had to buy or choose a product in the menu by looking at its uh, ingredient table or looking at the, um, the values of the calories or the fat or the protein that they have. It's like it's zero sexy. Right now, when we look at job offers, the only thing explains what I'm going to be doing and the requirements. Nothing really matters in the job offer for me. If I'm a marketing director, I know what I'll be doing. What I want to know is why I should be joining your project. How is going to be working with you? I don't want to know what I'm going to be doing. I, obviously, later you can explain me. But what's going to make me move, what's going to make convince me to work with you and to choose you over another company is not the what I'm going to be doing. It's the why I should join your company, why I should join this position, and how it's going to be working in your company. How is the team? How is the day to day? Explain it in that order. Focus on the benefits. Explain me all the you are selling. This is a landing page. This is a, like if it was an e-commerce. This is the the product you are selling. So show me and like the same. What what it will sell you better? Like this table that with all the specifics or a picture of the what you want to eat and the different ingredients. And even like you have the benefits of eating this in the site will be like even cooler. No, so. We want to, we do marketing. We are selling in the, our inbound, our job offers have to sell. Check your job offers. Like all of them, what, what they are like, oh, we are the leading company in this sector with more than two years. We have 2000 employees. Why should I care about this information? This is the most important thing to tell me. If you have one minute to convince me to join your company, that's the thing you explain in your telephone, in the telephone call or in an interview. No. Explain me when I ask you why you work in your company. None of none of you tell me like, oh, I work in the leading company in the leading sector, and we are more than two. No, you explain me. Oh, here's super cool because we live the purpose. We have an amazing environment. Explain me that in the job offer, seriously. And if you can explain it in, in a video, better. We use videos everywhere, so let's put a video in the job offer with the of the recruiter, of a colleague, of the director of the department explaining the experience that person will live by joining you. We need to convince people in the job offer, okay? What else? Social recruiting. We have to reach candidates in an inbound way. If we don't the social media part, people will start engaging. But when in, we engage with candidates because we decided to reach them in cold, at least be engaging and be personal. You can maybe you can send them videos saying, hey, how are you, Tony? I checked your, your profile, it's really cool. Because, and I, I think that will be interesting because, and you explain all the reasons why you think that job offer will be interesting for that person. People don't want to meet you. I don't want to meet, I know that you want to sell me. First, give me all the information. Give me that inbound job offer. Put me the link of the your career site. So I'm gonna check and I'm gonna decide if I want to work for you. But when you reach me with a personalized video explaining why you think I should join your company and all the benefits, 
you have better chances to get a higher response response rate and and to convince candidates but you have to tell them you have to let them know why they should join your company what they gain all the benefits we change the the the, the way we 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 reach them because now we reach hey i want to reach to you because i want to interview you i want you to go in a phone call with me we don't buy this way first send me the benefits then we'll go to a call okay you have to make them feel special what else then candidate experience that is super important it's the same when we are in buying anything online we want to have the best experience no when you go to amazon or you go to booking you know what to expect you have answered right away they make you feel special the same you have probably in your ats already set up some emails is the same the same work right now to send a boring message saying hey we receive your application we'll contact you whatever it's like hey we're super happy to have you uh thank you for applying look here you have a video with our culture look here you have a pdf explaining the different steps of the recruitment process you will see our culture our values as some tips regarding interviews that's the same mail but seriously check your emails apply to your job offers and check the emails you receive this is seriously the best email you can you can be sending right now this is the best email no so improve it because that is what is receiving people and probably your company have like more than 500 people applying every day so 500 people every day they're receiving this boring message this is the first interaction that this person is having with you you want to this person to say wow what is this this is amazing i love this company just by the message they send me once they once i applied because that, that's where everything starts so it's your opportunity to do the light that can be to say, hey, we're special. Maybe it's a video, a general video of you introducing the company, thanking them for applying and letting know what are the next steps. Okay, so please check the candidate experience. Put yourself in the candidate's shoes, apply to job offers and check if you, if you like what you see. Then the talent community is the same. People now more and more, we are communities. So you need to nurture your database. So the same way we are doing here, we're creating content. We, we are sending you uh, valuable content. And, and this is, we do it uh, not with an interest of anything because right now we're just like doing it in the interest of sharing content and, and creating a community. So the same with your candidates. You have a lot of people applying to your company. They like your company. They wanted to be part of it. Make them feel special, nurture them because maybe in the future they will apply to future job uh, uh, openings or they maybe they might recommend someone but you have a, like a lot of people in your database that you can nurture with the interesting content with content about your employer brand with things you do uh, so and build a pipeline you, you should be building a pipeline through content so you have a lot of people and the first thing you do when you have a job opening is to reach your database not posting and praying or going to linkedin like crazy first go to your community your talent community, but you have to nurture that community. You have to make send them interesting content that is super easy to do, okay? And the last, just touching the little uh, uh, points, the referrals and ambassador program. Like hiring is everybody's job, not just the, recruit, the HR department job, because at the end, the HR department is recruiting for all departments. And the ones who are the most interested of having the best talent is every team. If I'm working in marketing, I'm the or I'm the manager of the marketing team, I'm the, the most uh, interested of having the best talent. So we need to do a referral program, an ambassador program 
if we're in HR, in order to push and make them see that they have to help us communicate our employer brand, communicate the job offers, communicate how is it working in our company in order to attract the best talent. It's not just a HR job, it's everybody's job. And when we create ambassadors or referral programs, we need to make our team see this. It's not HR, the HR problem is the company's mission to have the best talent and it's in the in the best interest. Do you want to work with the best talent? Yes. So please help me share the job offer, share post post content about how the culture, post content about how is it working in our company in order to attract the best talent. Okay. And at the end, if we have this, we will keep this circle alive and, and more and more over the time, we'll have better candidates, more candidates coming to our job offers and people that will be excited to join us. So at the end, it's like, take care of the candidates, think about them as customers. What I'm showing you is a marketing strategy and sales strategy applying to recruitment, but it's the same. And we want at the end, people who become ambassadors of our brand, so they bring more talent. So uh, thank you. Now I'm gonna join Alex and and Mickey to the conversation. And please, if you have questions, if you have comments about what we've been sharing, uh, please do uh, comment and share with us because we love to know your input as well. If you're doing anything that I've been sharing, if what is the takeaway you're taking from these presentations? So maybe Alex or Mickey, what was your biggest wow or your biggest takeaway? Even though you know the the methodology quite well. <laughs> ah, first of all, you you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Tony, for 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 this uh, for this chat and, and for letting us know about all these things. It's like it's I've seen it before, but every every time you you listen to it again, it's like inspiring and it's energizing again and it it refreshes all um, about the fact that we need to do things in a new way. And then uh, that's why quiet is here because in the um, in the work side of society and life, we figured that we needed to, to do things a bit differently, and that's a very good example. So thank you. To me, it, it comes down to, it, to, to to make it like everything that you say. It's it comes down to realizing that two things. Like first of all, that you're talking to people, uh, and people want to feel special. People have needs. People want to feel important. So you you gotta make that. A, a, experience special you gotta talk to the person you don't you don't want to create things that are automatic and then boom 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 i send it to as many people as i can no you gotta you gotta make it special you sometimes you to scale you gotta do things that don't scale and provide this really personalized experience to, to all the candidates and if you can provide a personalized experience to fewer candidates because when there's more candidates well then select them better and only select the best and that but then provide the, the personalized experience so I think that all that you were saying about the videos and all these content that you can create, and you can do more things. You can do um, slide decks, you can do landing pages, you can do what well, you can innovate also and tell us and tell Tony and Tony will incorporate it to the new to the next time that he explains inbound recruiting. I think that it's it's open, but the the mindset here is that it's a person. You're talking to a person. It's not a robot. It's it has he or she has feelings, and they will remember us. Um, in front of other companies, if we make them, uh, if we touch their emotions, they will remember how they make them, we make them feel. No? So that's, that's to me the first thing. And then the second thing is about the partnership. Like you're gonna pretend, okay, I'm gonna have a partnership with this person and we're gonna have a little contract, you know, because a partnership needs a little paper to say we're partners. But in that contract, I'm gonna talk about what I need. And then what the other person needs, well, 
you know, I don't care that much. We will figure it out later. But that's not how it works. And like Tony was saying, it's really important. Like, tell me, is are 50% of your job descriptions talking about what the other person needs? Like, are 50% of, of your job description saying, um, you will have the opportunity to do this. You will have that benefit. You will get exposed to all of those things. Um, or is 80, 90, 99% of your job description about this is what you're going to be doing, and this is your job title, and this is how many hours I want you to do this for every day, and this is where you're going to be doing it for, from. And because if you do it like that, I don't think many people would be very, very excited about reading that those things. So to me, that's that's the summary. Uh, you got to make it personal. You got to make people feel and, and, and be excited about what you're doing. And, and it's a partnership. Realize that it's a partnership. It's a, it's a partnership. And then in that contract, in that job description, well, you put it together because you're the company. You start. But that doesn't mean that you occupy 99% of, of, the, of the space in a job description. Yeah, and the only about your you're saying is like only check how the job offers start. We are looking for so they start talking about what they are looking, what they want. And in any other sector, we talk this way. You you never seen any salespeople saying, Hey, I'm looking for customers who wants to buy. No, they, they're looking for, for customers, obviously, but they never start a sales or a marketing message saying, We are looking for or hey, we want more customers. It's obvious. They explain the value proposition. So in job offers, we need to do the same. Check your job offer and start changing the, the your language. And instead of saying we are looking, it's like we offer. We offer you the also, benefits. And the same time, if you make it, you got to talk about what you need. But if you tell me what you need, tell me about what you need to achieve. Don't tell exactly. me about what I need to do. Like, because if you if we start like that, we're the ownership in Quadri, we always talk about ownership and how we're going to make people feel like owners. Well, if you tell me you're going to be doing A, B, C, and D during I don't know how many hours every day, and that's that's what you're suggesting to me, and then you want me to go and be excited, well, that's not going to happen. Tell me, look, if you have these superpowers, I want you to, you know, conquer that goal, that objective, that fantastic challenge. Then I'm going to be like, oh, my God. But do not pretend to tell me every single thing I'm going to be doing. It's not a game of inputs. It's a game of outputs. And that's how you excite people. Let me be a little bit of the, of the devil's advocate here, um, as you two are the experts in, in hiring. Um, because what you, what you say makes full sense, right? I mean, no doubt that whatever companies are doing, it doesn't really work. Um, or there's huge improvement here, especially on the human side, especially making us, as me you're saying, on the on the on the special feeling side of people. But let me ask you a couple of questions. Obviously, all this change requires more work, right? I mean, it's very easy to copy paste one job offer and put it in, in 23 job boards, and it's another thing to make individualized videos or you know to run seven social networks at the same time. So my, my question, I have two questions, maybe one for Tony and one for, for Miki. So the first one is, how do we leverage technology to make this scalable? And the second one for Miki is, how does maybe HR um, leverage the whole management, um, the, whole, the whole set of managers that an organization has in order to, let's say, outsource part of this process, right? And make it fully scalable. So one is technology and the other one is, let's use the managers, not as the hiring managers. 
So what I'm seeing with all the projects and the trainings, and because that's sometimes when I, I, I do workshops and trainings in, in companies, that's the, it's like, oh, Tony, but that's a lot of work because first, obviously we need to change everything. First, there's a lot of things that they are just one off, like doing the career side, you have to do it once. When it's done, is an asset that you use all the time and it's there. The social media, a lot of companies, they are already posting in social media. The only thing is that they're doing it wrong or they're doing very inefficient. So they're wasting time because there is not an I They just post job hours, but I never check how many applicants I get. I get almost zero engagement when we post job offers on LinkedIn, for instance, because what I post is like, well, we're looking for this. And we post the, the job offer, but you put any reason. So there's a lot of things that we're already doing. The kind of experience, you do the setup once and, and it's the same effort to do it but like you know, saying, hey, a really a message that a really cool message and improve this is maybe half an hour of your time. But then what we see is like, okay, now when you start implementing this, imagine the job offer, the email job offer. No, obviously at the at the first time you do it, you're gonna spend more time in doing the candidate personas and writing it this way. Probably now you spend ten minutes creating the job offer. After, if it's the first time you are doing it and you have to interview people in order to get the value proposition but that you're going to spend four hours. But then if you look at the total length of your recruitment process, all the times it's shorter. Why? Because people have more information about the job offer, is more attractive. So the applicants I'm getting, they are better qualified. So, and then the, the recruitment process is much faster because what we do now is like, we post the job offer, we wait two weeks, and then we get uh, applicants, we start screening candidates. They are not really good. So I have to go on LinkedIn and I go on LinkedIn and I, right to imagine 100 candidates and i get like just two of 20 of them replying if i create a personal message and probably with the same time i send 50 messages but i get like 50 60 70 percent response ratio my job is more much more efficient because it's, it's, it has no sense to reach 100 candidates with the time that you spend doing this and just having 20 percent of the people answering to you this is crazy and that's are usually the numbers that people are managing so it's like no we need to improve this and, and then once you have the, done the job offer the attractive job offer once for that position the next time you spend 10 minutes because you just you already have it but the thing is we always go look in the in the job portals to find job offers we do a mashup and a, a frankenstein with different job offers that they are wrong and what I'm seeing now, and the people who come to my trainings and they are super happy about, is that they create job offers from zero. They create job offers from the information that their employees, uh, they're giving them. So, and that's, first is, is, is more fun. And, and second is more effective. And all the times when you, you check the full recruitment process is shorter. So, and also the, I was saying like, also technology can, can, can help you. Uh, to automatize stuff like the pipeline, the database, it can help you a lot. All the candidate experience, it can help you a lot. But there is some work at the beginning that you have to do. But seriously, it's like uh, when you are sharpening your axe, like doing the amount, doing the candidate persona, writing the job offer in a more attractive way, is sharpening your axe because when you post job offers within three days, you will have like good candidates, candidates that match what you really want, candidates that are excited to join your company and. And for sure, like I see Hortensia around here who was sharing the comment later, I'll read it. We did the project together and it was a big change in the way we changed their, their job offers. And, and 
I, I'm going to share her, her comment. She says, like, I can say that the hardest part is at the beginning, but after setting some things, it gets easier, but always depend on the availability of the team and the commitment of the team. That's uh, that's always about the, the commitment. But when, once you do it, at the beginning, it's, it's hard because it's the first time, but later it goes and it's much easier and you enjoy it more. I don't know, Mika, about the second, uh, what do you think? I even forgot. I'm joking. Um, no, to me, I said it last time that we did a master class, and, and I say it again. Um, in my in my view, I'm not only talking to HR professionals. I'm talking to to managers because um, life changes a lot as a manager when you realize that HR facilitates hiring, but you lead and own your hiring. And why? Well, because you are the most, the highest interest in that hiring going well it resides on you so you have the biggest incentive to drive that uh, that hiring and and make it go well and at the end of the day the success of a manager is is the success of of the different outputs of of the team and you want to put a team together that is that makes you successful and if you want to do that do not delegate that to hr hr is there to facilitate it because it's difficult for you to do some of the things. I have to go on LinkedIn and source for candidates. Well, I can do it, but maybe if these guys have LinkedIn recruiter and they're great sources, they can help me a bit. Okay, um, I want to refer people, but if these guys can help me with a referral program so that I can have higher reach or bigger reach, that helps. I want to interview people, but the process is hard for me because uh, we need to coordinate interviews and have a lot of work. Of course, they can help you facilitate the process but it's led by the managers and and i think that it all falls down to changing the mindset and the culture of the company and you've got to have if you're scaling if you're not scaling is a bit different but if you're scaling um you got to have this hiding mindset this culture of hiding and this culture of hiding comes from the likes of netflix google they all applied it and for instance in google um before they were twenty thousand employees versus like and rapid scaling at the beginning, everybody was dedicating from four to 10 hours uh, in average to recruitment, because that's the one single most important thing in the company, like who is gonna join our company and gonna help us take this to the next level. That's, there's everything else is kind of like secondary because these are the people that come before the ideas because these great people will then, you know, enable the ideas or take average ideas and make them great. And that's what's gonna move the needle for your company. So that's the one most important thing for your team and for the company. So I think that first of all, the founder or CEO needs to have this realization and then instill it in the management and then it cascades all, all the way down. No? So it's, and it's the only way, because if you have a small HR team and, and you wanna grow by, I don't know, 100, 200, 1000 people every year, well, then it's very hard. But if you sort of mm, have the teams lead hiring, and then have HR only facilitating that hiring, then it, it's a whole other ballgame. It becomes possible to scale it. And not only by having the team and the manager lead it in a more intentional way, but also by having culture carriers, for instance. So you have other people within the organization that live by your value, by your values, who can then do the culture calls, which are very important, but it doesn't have to be HR doing interviews all day. Take HR people, don't make them do interviews all day because the manager and team calls are done by the teams and the culture girls are done by the culture carriers and initially if you want to screen you can do it in bulk so you can do many people at the same time or you could either like also use an assignment 
Like instead of having an HR person doing an initial screen, just give people an assignment. Have them do the assignment. I trust that assignment more, much more, 10,000 times more as a manager than any interview that you bring to me, structured or unstructured, I don't care. So by doing all these little things, I think that you can, you can put your HR people to do what they do best, which facilitate the hiring processes, make sure that all the, the candidate experience works well and you know the scheduling of interviews and, and the handling of all the hiring processes is done well. And at the same time, they help you bring some people in the pipeline because it's not only going to be done by the manager. But as a manager, like our founder tells them, like, um, the TA team, talent acquisition team, didn't bring me any candidates, they tell our CEO. And the CEO is like, the TA team is not going to bring you candidates. You are going to bring the candidates, and they will support you in the ways you ask. So if you ask them, I want to post in this specific uh, job, or I want to talk to that recruiting agency because they work really well for this specific position, they will help you. But you really need to push it. They can do sourcing on LinkedIn. Of course they can. But you drive it, ask how many people do you want, how do they want, what skills do they have, you drive it. So when it becomes a collaboration like that, the role of HR from this, from everything, sorry, it becomes only a part, only facilitation, and then it can scale. Um, and that's in the interest, best interest of everybody, managers, teams, companies, HR. I think it's a huge win-win. Exactly. Tony, one question I want to ask you again. Um, as an expert in this, let's say I'm I'm not using inbound recruiting methodology. Okay, my company is not at, at this stage, and I want to start. Um, where do you, where would I start? What are the first three steps? I know that I can do many things, but let's say yeah. you know I have to start tomorrow and I want to start doing something, and I, it doesn't need to be perfect. Where should I start and where should I put my my focus and, and effort? Yeah, for me, it will be like, okay, for sure you have job openings right now. Now that they are more the most urgent thing to fill, like I need to fill some positions already. So I'll say, okay, what we can do is first, if you are hiring, I don't know, someone for the sales team, for someone for the HR team, someone for the whatever team, go and see who are the most engaged employees in that department or in people that have the same job <coughs> position, sorry. So go and interview them. And ask them, why are you working here? What makes you the what are the things that you value the most? What is the thing you value the most about your colleagues in your about your day-to-day? -day? And take all these reasons, do like three interviews to three different people, take all these reasons and change the way you create the job offer. So instead of explaining what you're gonna be doing, start explaining why you should join, what is the benefit that everybody says like here I ask you, why are you uh, working in your company? And for instance, you say learning. So the first thing I should focus on the job offer should be on the learning benefit. Like, hey, do you want to join us and you will be learning about, because then I will ask you, what do you like about learning? How is it learning in GB Foods in, in this case? And I'm, I'm going to be writing the job offers in this way. And then uh, another thing we can do is like, hey, who is the manager of that position? Or who is a colleague? Can they record themselves one video, one minute video, like, or Mickey? Maybe HR can provide the, the, the mobile phone and they go. And can you explain one minute why they should join? You, you can talk about learning. You can talk about the parents. You can talk about the culture because they are the three main reasons people work uh, with us and they're happy working with us in that position. Uh, and you do this video. So this is not super difficult to do. <laughs> and and also, also we will help you to choose better candidates. But you will know why people 
are working for you and why they are happy. So it will be a better predictor when you do interviews to know if that person will be happy working in your company and they have the, the right expectations because they will explain they can explain you the reality. So for me, that, that will be like the first part. And then in the side parallel, I will start working in the career side. The career side for me is everything. It's like, hey, I'm, I have to convince someone, I show the career side. Uh, at the end is like, for sure, like we have already a career side, but most of them, they explain little information and they have the job offers and nothing else. So, hey, starting information, starting the, the reasons people choose, starting pictures, starting stuff. So the career page will do the job for you. Like not because they will bring a lot of traffic, but it will help you to convince people. So that will be, and then we can, uh, again, you can, you can check your candidate experience, apply to one job offer and say, hey, this is the best candidate experience I can provide right now. Because probably, yeah, I want to say like your welcome message or, or your, even your applying process, maybe it generates a lot of friction. But what happens is nobody applies to job offers at their own company, so nobody knows. So I will do like, do these quick checks that in marketing, you do it all the time. You do A-B testing, you do, why? You want to improve conversion. You want to improve the people who comes to your website, uh, like convert. And so HR has the same, or recruiting in this case, has the same goal. Like you want to convert people. So you should be like tweaking and improving the content, the way you write emails, the radio. But we don't spend time doing this. We spend time like doing a lot of stuff because we have a lot of positions. We need to fill it. But we do it uh, within a really inefficient way. And then we're doing marketing. When we are in the first phase, we are doing marketing. There's nothing different. What I'm teaching you, my background is marketing. I'm teaching marketing. And then when, once we talk with candidates, we're doing kind of the sales and partnership part that Mickey was talking about. And we have to make sure that both we're going to be happy and we're going to have a long relationship and we have like uh, the expectations well set so we don't have a churn in less than a year, which is like what nobody wants. So it's the same. So learn from these processes and, and focus on the right stuff. But let's not learn from the, the recruitment right now. If we go and look in job portals about the best job offers, we're not going to find them there. We have to write them because they don't exist right now. Because people, they learn to write job offers in the old school way. And we need to change it. We need to stop and say, hey, this is not working. Seriously, people don't care about this. And if you want to engage people, that is what everybody wants, engage people, committed people, we need to change the way we recruit and focusing on the on the pyramid, on the top of the pyramid, not on the, on the, on the bottom. So the top is purpose and culture. So explain this everywhere, everywhere. So people will come for this. They don't want to come for your salary. That will be yeah. like the a summary of uh, why you should be doing this. And I think that a rule of thumb, good rule of thumb, whenever you're doing something for people in a company, um, a check what they're doing in the same space for, for customers. There's going to be a department in your company that is, going, is doing the same exact thing, but for a customer instead of for a candidate. And then try to understand why there's differences in how you approach it for a customer and how you approach it for a candidate. If you see that your website is so cool and it's so easy to navigate and, oh my God, I can buy in one click, and then you go into your careers page, and you see like there's a lot of friction. It's hidden in the, like, oh my God, in like Mordor, and you cannot even find the links and there's no information, no pictures. It's like, why is there a, uh, why is there a separation? Why are we not doing the same thing? We're appealing, it's marketing. Like we're appealing to the to the emotion of the person. We're trying to convince somebody. We're trying to move them in a way that they like. Oh my god, I want to do that. So it's the same. 
oh my god, I want to buy your product. Oh my god, oh my god, I want to work for you. It's it's kind of like the same thing. And so whenever you see separations between what you're doing for your candidate and your customer, start asking why. Don't assume that that's yeah, but everybody else does it like that. But <laughs> I was about to say fuck that, and finally I said it. But um, <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> it's it's not good enough. Like because everybody else has done it this way for 200 years now, uh, it's not good reason enough to keep doing it the same way. And I, and and the second thing that I wanted to say real quick is that. Some of the things that Tony is saying look like they're like, oh my God, if I want to implement this, it's like a project that I will have to go running, have running for two sprints, which can be like two quarters, let's say, and, and I need to hire for right now. Well, there's bigger projects. Like you wanna reshape the employer brand. That's a big project. Okay, maybe you're gonna take some weeks or even months to do that. But there's some other things that you don't have to wait to have like the whole ecosystem to start implementing. As a manager, um, I wanted to hire somebody, and the employer, and that's a real case. The employer brand of my, of my, sorry, the, the careers page of my company was not full, fully read. I was like, okay, some of the things that I would like to do, which is share how we work, our purpose, values in a careers page, I cannot do it because you know I need to wait. Right now, I cannot change the careers page for tomorrow, and I need to hire for tomorrow. Well, what we did is find substitutes that we could have by tomorrow. One was using Unbounds to create a landing page for the job. I don't have a careers page. I do not care. I create my own landing page that resembles a careers page literally in two hours. It's super easy to use. Another thing that I can do, I'll prepare a video, like Tony was saying. I'll record a video myself. I'll tell the position myself. That's going to put me in a position of advantage compared to 99% of the other offers that that person is going to see that day, that month, that year, that century. So there's little things that you can do for today, today, for tomorrow. It's not like inbound recruiting is something like, oh my God, inbound recruiting, I have to sell this to my boss. The next year, once I've sold it, I have to develop it for one more year. No, it's uh, it's also some things that are really quick tactical that you can implement and it will be much better. And we've done, in my company, we've done, we've done hirings in two weeks for director positions just by implementing some of these things. So, yeah. just and, and also, like, just to add a little bit more, when I do, what I, I presented today, when I do projects with companies, they last one, two months. So it's not like, oh, we're going to be doing this for forever. No, like in, in two months, they have everything that I show today working and implemented. So, and I'm not even working with them full time. So it's not something that it can take forever. I, it, it's, it's, it's really, it's really short. And I wanted to and go because I see that to, there is a, yeah, go ahead. To measure this impact, it's easy because you change something and don't worry, CEO or CHRO, whatever. You can really see, and I know you've done it. You have a, a job offer, and then you change it at a video, add some inbound recruitment in the spice. You spice it up, and conversion rate oof. goes up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's important because it's really easy to measure. It's not like, wow, blah, 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 marketing. No, no, you can see it. Exactly. No, no, and the results, this is funny because you when you explain it before you do it, everybody's like, well, yeah, but my job offers are really complicated. We change a little bit, just like sometimes, like the the creativity in social media, because they still like that happened now. They just change the messages in the creativity in the social media. They say like the the comments that we have, the people who are applying is much better. The and we, they just change like the design of the Canva with the right messages. And instead of saying like we are looking for, we say like, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? This is a job position for you. So uh, just. 
changing this little little stuff, you get more applicants and better and better qualified. So then when you change the shop offer, when you add more social media posts, when you it's like it's adding, adding, adding because the expectations right now of the candidates are super low because people are doing it really bad, sadly. That when you do a little bit better than the rest, people is like, wow, what is this? You know, like, oh, you're amazing. And it's like, seriously, if you compared with the marketing departments, <laughs> you're, you will be, what the fuck is that? Yeah, you know, and, like you add like this, and not only the candidate is like, oh my God, what is happening? I'm so happy with as well. your, your boss, your manager, as a manager or as an HR person, whoever, your goals are going to be like, oh, wow. It's like a landing page, a video for a job. Oh, so innovative. This person is so innovative. And exactly. it's what marketing was doing. Like, if you're still working in an office, which, by the way, I'm a remote fan, you guys know, if you're still in an office, just move two meters, go there, and check what the marketing team is doing. Just get a session with them. They will explain you. And in one week, your, your life changes, really. Yeah. yeah. There is a one question that says, and we can be closing, says, how do you advise to write the job ads to be better? So here, follow us a simple rule. So I, I follow the structure of why, how, what. So like the classic one, no, they say like in order to convince. So first is like, check your job offer starts with the why. Why should I join you? Yeah, why should I join you in that position? And why should I join your company? So first position, explain me the main benefits of joining the position and explain me the purpose or why should I join your company? Then explain me the how, how is it working in your company? Explain me all the benefits all the benefits that people mention, the learning, the environment, the whatever they, they value, explain everything. And then you explain me the what. You explain me what requirements, but the requirements are just like, what are they and why do you need them? Explain me the why you are asking for each requirement. And because at the end, you ask them because you want to make sure that people fit in a job. People, when they join a job, they want to make sure that they have success. So when you explain the requirements, it's, you can change it and it's like, what's gonna make you make you successful in this position? Oh, if you have experience doing this because, and you explain everything. And then the the, the job, the, the functions or the, or the missions, no? As Mickey was saying, explain me what you're gonna be doing and what is the purpose of each action or each mission you are you are writing me? What, what do you want me to achieve? Don't explain me, oh, you're gonna do a content plan for what? Like what we want to achieve, grow what we want to achieve, be a head of your audience, start in a new country, explain me all the reasons. So for me, that will be like the the, the main like the main tips uh, for improving this. Obviously, well, I do a training of three hours just talking about this. But if you follow the why, how, what, it uh, it will improve a lot your job offers. And don't talk about what you want. Talk about what you offer. Always talk about the benefits of the people. So we change change the, the the way you you communicate and and also like to rick uh you is the was saying like your employees as the, are the best ambassadors collect their feedback but i think the feedback part is really important when you write a job offer before posting go and show show them the job offer hey is that what you really do can we improve can we explain this better and they will provide you a lot of a lot of inputs in order to improve this or even to candidates when you hire someone the first day they come to the company, sit down with them, show them the job offer. Hey, what do you like about that job offer that you apply? What do you think could be improved? What do you didn't understand? And just by asking feedback continuously to the people you hire, you can improve this. And it's free and it's five minutes or even less. And the people who you ask to, 
they will feel valued. They will feel like you, their opinion matters. So it's a win-win for everywhere, uh, for everyone. So uh, please, please do uh, collect the feedback uh, to design. Actually, I, I wanna, I wanna raise one, one question, one something that Naval says is like, play stupid games, you will win stupid prizes. And to me, that's very applicable to what you were saying. If you play the stupid game of talking about um, what you need people to do and how many years of experience you need them to have you will win a stupid prize, which is, I want a director of finance or a CFO with 20 years of experience, a CFO, and then you will get that. But maybe what you, what you are is a startup, you have $5,000 in the, in the bank, your cash flow is, is really critical, and that person had been working for like a multinational company for 20 years and has not cared about a, a critical cash flow in his life or her life. But that means that you got somebody who, who cannot do what you're trying to achieve. So talk about goals, talk about challenges, and, and talk about outputs. Stop talking about what people need to do, how much experience they need to have. That's a stupid game. Yeah. So I think with this idea, we can we can leave. I wanted before we say goodbye and or you want to share like uh, if you want, you can subscribe in our LinkedIn or on YouTube channel so you can receive when we start a new quality masterclass in two weeks. And also you can subscribe to uh, our, in our website, getquaret.com, and you put join the community. So you get like a written summary of what we talked today. So what you usually do is like one week, we send the new quiet masterclass uh, with the new topic. And the next day we, we share a, 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 a long newsletter with, the, with, a, with a really well compiled uh, summary of what we talk in the, in the talks. And also in the, the website, you will find uh, the, the well, we're, we're improving the website. You will find like the last uh, post that we've been posting and you can find them as well in the Alex and Mickey's LinkedIn profile uh, that they're posting interesting content as well. So uh, if you don't follow on LinkedIn, you can you can follow them. And <laughs> what, do you mean, what do you say? I'm joking. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Close it up. So yeah, like uh, thanks a lot for, for being here, for your comments. I think it's is it's really cool to have your your inputs. I hope like you got a lot of ideas so and you can implement them in your day to day in order in this case to improve uh, the way you attract, convert and engage the best talent with the inbound recruiting methodology. And, and also you can check the 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 last quality masterclasses in our YouTube channel. They are they are like already there that we talk about purpose and we talk about also like how to uh, do a, a better hiring process that was like super interesting as well related to this. So yeah, uh, thank you everyone. Alex, Mickey, if you want, you want to say bye. <laughs> Nothing else on my end. Just thank you very much. I think it was wonderful. Again, inspiration and practical advice. So Tony, thanks, man. It was, it was really useful. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. And as I always say, um, uh, people becomes the people uh, company becomes the people it hires not the plan it makes so really 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 be mindful of that and the same goes to managers because a team becomes the people it hires so that's not for hr people that's for hr people but also for anyone who has a team so thank you I think that is the, the main idea as well that uh, everybody is in the best interest to do the best hiring and the best uh, employer running and the best team on recruiting not just hr if not all the teams so with this idea We'll leave you until the next week and, and yeah, and get quiet. <laughs>